Hey everybody, my name is Michael. Um, welcome to the Dog Bureau Podcast. Um, I'm super excited that we're relaunching this. Uh, we used to have uh, this podcast actively running. We only did about eight episodes, but obviously COVID hit and made things pretty funky and, and a little bit different. Um, so this time we wanted to relaunch it as we uh, start to learn uh, and dive in a little bit deeper with our social media. You know, it's funny because I'm, I've finally given in to that whole TikTok thing, um, and I didn't understand it for a while, and I was just kind of like, okay, what is this? you know, why is everybody so hooked to their phones? Uh, I was like, I refuse to download it because I heard some bad stuff about it. And finally, I just kind of gave in and downloaded it. And um, man, it's it really is addicting. And it's really confusing. You know, I kind of grew up like not grew up, but um, social media for us was like MySpace, then Facebook, uh, and then Instagram. And Instagram was its own beast. Uh, And as some of you guys know who know us locally, uh, I used to be a tour manager um, for a uh, musician out in Texas. And uh, so I had a lot of experience um, with social media. And, uh, you know, Instagram kind of got the whole algorithm down. And then now for TikTok, it's just like a completely different beast. And, um, you know, so we're, we're trying to figure that out, but we wanted to, uh, you know, obviously this has been a long time coming, uh, and it's been something that we've been trying to do on and off, but we're, we finally got the time to commit, uh, and we're going to really stick to this podcast and we're going to try to structure it out a little bit more, but obviously we're going to learn and grow a little bit as, as we progress and, and the structure may change a little bit to, to base, you know, to, to accommodate to you guys a little bit more, but um, we just wanted to um, create something that had a platform uh, for dog lovers, people interested in learning more about training, uh, training their dogs, and maybe potentially even being becoming a trainer. Uh, we're gonna, you know, have some really cool stuff coming up down the road uh, where, you know, hopefully we want to have some of our clients and some of our our guests on here. We're going to have some different trainers um, from all aspects of dog training. Uh, But really, I mean, what we wanted to do was do a lot of Q&A. To start, we're going to structure a lot of like tips and based off of like kind of like a little bit of training criteria. But uh, it's going to be a little bit all over the board because most dog trainers know and most people that know dogs know that it's very, very, you know, it's not one one set of, of training and there's not one, you know, particular method. Uh, and as one thing arises, another thing arises. And so we have to tackle that as it comes. Um, and so we'll try to keep it as structured as possible, but you know, we'll definitely be going down rabbit holes, but I'll try to limit that as much as possible. But with that being said, uh, I'm super excited to start doing this podcast again. It gives me an outlet. Uh, it gives me a way to kind of be creative, but then also to just kind of talk because if you're one of my clients locally here in Nashville, you know that I talk, sometimes I talk circles, uh, because I'm trying to reach one point and one goal. And sometimes I, I approach that from 15 different perspectives and metaphors and, and comparisons and all that kind of stuff. But uh, with this, you know, we're going to try to keep it as, as limited as possible. Some episodes will be shorter than others. Some will be longer than others. And, um, but we're going to try to tackle a lot of this. Um, so with that being said, again, my name is Michael. Uh, I'm a dog trainer and dog training business owner here in uh, greater Nashville, Tennessee area. Um, our business is called Custom Canine Companion. So a uh, big shout out to to our company. If you want to go follow us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Facebook, it's at Custom 
Canine Companion, C-U-S-T-O-M-C-A-N-I-N-E-C-O-M-P-A-N-I-O-N. And I know you guys know how to spell, but some people use the letter K and the number nine, uh, but you just spell ours all the way out. Uh, On TikTok, I am, my personal one is at 615dogtrainer. And then on Instagram, uh, my, my tag is at m. Danielson music. Um, like I said, I used to be a tour manager. I used to do some songwriting, that kind of stuff. And, and so that's my handle for that. Um, but yeah, so we have a dog training business here in Nashville. Uh, we, we focus on obviously a lot of one-on-one private lessons as well as our board and train programs. Uh, and so we're going to kind of be walking through like experience with some of those board and trains here. Um, and as we go, you know, we definitely want to do a whole Q and a section, but we've got to obviously build up a little bit of a following, uh, to get those questions coming in. Um, but with that being said, let's, let's definitely, um, kind of dive right into this first series that I want to kind of tackle. And, uh, obviously it's a little different and it's maybe a little delayed, but you know, some people, unfortunately and fortunately, uh, get dogs over the Christmas holidays and, and, uh, sometimes those can be gifts and sometimes those can be crazy. Um, and unfortunately you have people who, um, just aren't super responsible or weren't ready for the task or don't remember how much work goes into having a puppy or a new dog in general. It could be a rescue dog, it could be a dog from a breeder, um, you know, regardless of age, time, whatever. It, it's a task and it's a process. Um, and that's kind of where this first series we want to jump right into is. Uh, so you got a new puppy. Um, now what? And so we're going to kind of break it down into sections, but this is kind of the first series. Uh, and obviously, you know, as topics arise that are really in-depth, we may do side episodes for that. Um, but the first first topic for our series, so you got a new puppy, um, now what? Um, so the first step is let's maybe backpedal a little bit, okay? So maybe uh, you're thinking about getting a puppy, somebody in your family is talking about buying a dog, you're doing research, all that kind of stuff. Well, let us help guide you down that path. Um, so the first thing's first, um, and I'm going to kind of go through some notes here, but um, and, and we'll wrap it from there, but... Uh, I'd say, you know, the first things first is soul searching. You know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds weird uh, when it comes to getting dogs, um, but soul searching is important because we, one, need to truly be honest with ourselves and analyze what our lifestyle is like, what that looks like as far as, you know, schedule, work schedule. I know things are different now with COVID that people are working from home as opposed to going into the office, which is nice, but it's, um, you know, that does not mean that you're, you're, fully equipped to, to get a new dog or a puppy, especially based on a certain breed. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, soul searching is going to be important. We want to one, analyze, um, how much time in the day do we have to dedicate to this new dog? How much funding do we have to dedicate to this new dog? Because yeah, sure. You can pay for the dog food and pay for some of the shots and all that kind of stuff. But I promise you when you get a dog, it's going to cost a lot more than what the average is. Um, things happen. Dogs get into things. Dogs can get sick. Dogs, I mean, you name it, dogs, dogs get it. Um, so that's kind of something to, to set aside. And so Soul searching is important. Um, you know, so those first two topics that we talked about, budgeting um, and analyzing our time of the day. Um, and and not, that's not to say that you can't go get a new puppy if, you know, you don't have a whole lot of funding 
or you don't have a whole lot of time, but you've got to be honest to yourself. Say, okay, if we're not going to do that, can I at least pay for uh, or find somebody in the family that can come and walk the dog or stimulate the dog? Obviously, one of the big things that I'm a proponent of is training. Uh, as young as, as you get that dog at eight weeks old, um, you need to start foundations, all that, that good stuff, um, because those are going to translate into good behaviors and good habits down the road. Whereas if we wait too long, where we hear that a lot as a dog trainer, they wanted to wait in, you know, six months for the dog to mature a little bit before they started to look at training. Well, that's can sometimes be not too late, but the dog is already establishing habits. So that training process may be a little bit longer and take a little bit more time. Um, so that's kind of something to, to, to keep in mind. But uh, first question I'd like you to ask yourself really here is we're going to kind of go through the notes is, are you ready to take on the responsibility of a new dog? Uh, now that you've subconsciously asked yourself this question, I'd like you to stick it in the back of your brain and apply this question to every other topic we discuss. I repeat, I don't want you to answer this question just yet. This question is just meant to be answered at the end. With that being said, I'd still like you to contemplate that question. Ask yourself constantly and reevaluate that answer because things are going to change. Obviously, with COVID and all these variants, it's, it's very different um, for some people. Um, keep in mind, though, that you may never truly find this answer. Um, you know, look at your lifestyle. Do you have kids? Do you have all that kind of stuff? Write that down. Um, and can you ever truly be ready for a new dog? That's that's the question. And typically, no. Um I have six personal dogs, um, you know, and and even with those, I'm never truly ready because it's a it's a new journey with each dog. Makes it special in its own way, but it, it's stressful. And but the the end game is worth it. And and once you get that dog and you bonded and and trained and man, it's it's unlike anything you've ever experienced. Um, so this is kind of a reference and a guide to help walk you through that. Um, so this first question is going to be, what does your day-to-day -day look like? Okay. When breaking down your day-to-day, -day, you need to analyze every part of it. Let's start with what your work life entails. Do you work a full-time job? If you work a full-time job, how many hours a day are you away from home? You need to remember that your new dog is going to need you to be there to allow him or her to properly use the bathroom. Okay, that's going to be a first part of this work thing. Potty training is super crucial to a successful dog and human relationship. You've got to keep in mind that your dog does not immediately understand the concept of using the bathroom outside or inside. Your dog is only going to understand proper potty training with constant consistency, super frequent potty breaks, and will only be successful with your help. So in depth, like for example, I just delivered a puppy out in Miami from Nashville Okay. And, um, one of the things we see a lot of times is rugs, right? Because when we first get a puppy, we, um, they don't understand those textures on their paw pads. And so we have to help them associate that those textures outside, um, on their paw pads is where they go potty and walking through that threshold, that door is where they need to go potty. Um, but we have to help them get there. If they potty in the house or they have an accident, that's not on your dog. That's on you hundred percent, right? Because you're not managing your time. You're not managing your schedule. You're not managing resource, any of that stuff. You need to help that dog understand. Okay. Couple tools we can use: crate training. Um, obviously that's going to help us control our environment, baby gates. Um, control the water, control the food. So that way, you know, your puppy's bladder, that's, you know, the size of um, a couple peanuts, uh, isn't 
consuming way too much water. Like, um, for example, there's an old uh, saying, you know, I'm sure most of you guys that have ever drank a beer before know, once you break the seal, you have to keep going. And it's going to kind of be similar to dogs, right? If, if you let them drink way too much water, um, once they go potty and break that seal, they're going to have to keep going. And so you're going to have to keep that in mind. Um, but control our environment. You know, if a, we notice a lot of times that the dogs that are having some potty accidents are potting on the carpets or rugs only, um, which tells me that maybe there's at least starting to pick up some of the potty training outside, but they also need that direction. And so roll up your rugs, pull your rugs, block them away from those rugs. As soon as you see that body language start to change, that nose to the ground or that spinning um, or, or frantic kind of behavior, I have a saying that that sounds super cliche, but when in doubt, take your puppy out. Um, start start super small and slowly work your way up. You know, start with every 15 minute potty breaks, every 30 minute potty breaks, every hour potty breaks, and slowly progress to longer and longer and longer. But if you can control your environment, control the resource, and at least watch how much they're drinking and how much they're eating, then you know that that timer starts right then and there, and you can begin that process. Um, you know, and a lot of times people are like, well, you're telling me I got to let my dog out every 15 minutes? That's that's not, yeah, yes, you do. Maybe to start. Um, and that's where a lot of people don't realize that, that dogs and puppies are a lot more work than they anticipated. So keep that in mind. Uh, utilizing our crate, obviously. Um, you know, when you put your, we're not going to use the, the crate as punishment if they potty in the house, but use that crate to control that space. Um, when you can't supervise or you go, you know, it's time to cook dinner or it's time to clean the house or it's time to do whatever. Don't just let your dog free roam the house. That's going to set your dog up for failure. So start with the crate. Begin, almost create like, so starting tomorrow, you've got this new dog that's got some potty training issues. Take a piece of paper and draw out your schedule. From the moment you open your eyes and get up out of your bed, your dogs are going to hear the footfalls of your feet walking towards that crate or walking into the kitchen. Uh, make sure the moment you get up, you have that dog ready. You can open that crate and you go straight outside. Okay, when they, you see, if you see them pee, and poop, and that tells me that, hey, they, okay, they've earned some some free time. They've earned some time out of that crate. So bring them back inside and, and let them kind of do their thing. Give them some water. Okay, the feeding, we're going to talk about hand feeding and training and all that stuff down the road. Um, so right now, let's just say it's a normal day. You're super busy. You're not going to be able to get some training in. Again, there's going to be no excuse for not being able to find two minutes in or two minutes to ten minutes of, of training for each meal at this, this young stage. But um, let's, let's start with that. So now, sorry, we had to take a, a pause real quick because I thought one of our clients pulled up. So we talked about with that crate, right? Um, starting that, that time, that hand feeding, all that kind of stuff. We'll get, again, we'll full circle back to that hand feeding as we get more in depth. Right now we're covering controlling our environment um, and some of this potty training with that soul searching. Uh, this is that rabbit hole I talked about. Um, so anyways, with that being said, um, start slow, you know, don't, don't just open it way up. And so we talked about, you know, the, the schedule. So when you get up, footfalls, take them straight outside, they go pee, they poop, they can come back inside, have some free time, give them some food, give them some water. Uh, but then as soon as you give them that food and water, that's when that timer starts. And that's where you have to start to be diligent. And you have to say, okay, I just watched Charlie drink a lot of water. I know he's going to have to go potty here shortly. Um, so now, right, so let's let's start it with 15 minutes. He just drank some water, his bladder's super small. 
right at 15 minutes, even if you don't see that body language, take him outside anyways. He pees, great, good job. He comes back inside and gets more freedom. That gave you one win on your court and one not giving him that opportunity to to feel like it's okay to potty in the house. But if, if you notice that, let's say, okay, you, you want to push it to that 30 minutes, he drank some water, timer starts, he potties in 20 minutes of that 30 minutes, then you know you're going to need to move that potty break up or you need to give him some water, the same amount of water, but in incremental levels as opposed to just chugging that water. Um, because what you see a lot of times with puppies is they seem thirsty. They, 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 they are going for water and, and they're like, they're starving, they're thirsty. Well, I could stick two five-gallon buckets out in front of a puppy and, and a lot of puppies will drink a good portion of that, right? And so keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the first part of kind of that potty training and, and just kind of analyzing your day, okay? So we talked about using your full-time time you know, job or part-time job. If you work part-time, obviously you get to spend some more time at home. Um, definitely with that being said, analyzing your work schedule, find a family structure or find somebody, some type of support system that can help you through this process. Because again, I know we want to cuddle and snuggle and do all that kind of stuff with our puppy, but if we can sacrifice some of the time, months or weeks or whatever it takes to really start to build some good habits as a puppy, then those will translate into a really healthy 15 years as an adult as opposed to oh my gosh I want to pick up my dog and I want to do this and that while they're young I don't want to miss that opportunity well again that's your choice but just know from from a trainer's perspective that you're going to be having to backpedal a lot and at try to fix some of those bad habits um, down the road okay so something else to ask yourself where does your dog go or do when you are away from for your 10 hours of work or eight hours of work are you contemplating leaving your dog out to free roam Maybe you want to lock your dog in the bathroom because it's more confined. Or maybe you're considering crate training. I'm going to let you guys contemplate those three choices for one second. And if you said anything other than that crate training, then you're wrong. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be blunt. But if you leave a dog in a bathroom, he's going to go crazy. He's going to have way too many opportunities to destroy things. He's going to have way too many opportunities to negatively reward himself with his mouth. Um, and not to mention he could eat a piece of toilet paper, swallow it, can't process it, get stuck in his throat, get stuck in his system, and now you've got a medical issue or potentially something fatal. Um, letting him free roam the house, that same issue. Could get into things that are poisonous, dangerous. It, it, it not, not to mention you're going to be just setting him up for way too much failure. Use your crate and properly crate train. Dogs are naturally... They like confined safe spaces, and if we start young, then they choose that down the road, and that becomes their safe, quiet spot when you're gone or even when you're in the house watching TV. Um, but we have to start that young. If they're whining, they're barking, don't just let them out. Okay, we'll get in more in depth into the crate training, potty training, all that kind of stuff. But these are some questions that you need to ask yourself. So the basis of this episode is soul searching, like we said. Create, take a piece of paper and create a list. What does that look like? Financial status. Okay, how much money can you budget and dedicate to go to your dog? Okay, now let's talk about schedule. What does your work life look like? Okay, do you have family members? Do you have a support system? Put that down on your list. Um, you know, what are you willing to dedicate as far as time? All that good stuff needs to be written down and needs to go into that. Um, another thing, soul searching, is, is searching 
breeds and doing your research, talking to professionals, not just talking to somebody who's owned one in the past, or not just buying a dog because it's cool, right? Uh, you know, with the Belgian Malinois that we work with a lot, uh, people are buying these because they see them in movies. Well, that doesn't mean that you're able to handle these dogs, right? And so, and that goes with a lot of working breeds, Australian Shepherds, Blue Heelers, um, German Shepherds, Dutch Shepherds, Belgian Malinois, Water Dogs. La I mean, it, you name it. A lot of these dogs are bred for a purpose uh, and being understanding where, you know, where you're getting this dog from. Um, obviously, we'll go more in depth into like breeds and selecting breeds, all that kind of stuff. But this first part is to really... Just answer that question and, and dig deep into your soul. Are you ready for a new dog? Are you ready for a new puppy? Yeah, it sounds great. But remember, this is a 15-year process. And this is a commitment. This is a family member. This isn't just something you buy like a car and you can just kind of set outside and drive it when you want. This is something that needs time and effort and money and love and attention and work and structure and routine. And it's going to be a job. It's not <laughs> the cute but once you can find that rhythm, it all makes sense and it all clicks. Okay, and so again, this first episode is going to be kind of short, in-depth. But what I want you guys doing is really taking that, drawing out a list, answering questions, asking yourself questions, doing the research. Are you ready for this? Talk to the family members in your family. Um, have a trainer set up beside. Have a daycare or, or or boarding facility set up so that way you know when you travel that's that's an account and an expense that you need to consider because not every place is gonna take you. Hotels you're gonna have to pay a, a pet fee or you're gonna have to do all this good stuff. Um, so I just want you guys to analyze that. Um, obviously, I want you guys to uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can send us an email, companion at gmail.com uh, to ask some questions, and we would love to answer that. Um, and those can be some topics down the road. But this first step um, is going to be pretty short. I just want you guys to soul search, okay? In the coming weeks, we're going to go deep dive into potty training, crate training, obedience training, structure, structured play, feeding, nutrition, breeding, adoption, puppies, all that good stuff we're going to go over. Um, but I want you guys to first just analyze those questions. If you have a dog now, I just want you guys to send us pictures of your dog. Okay, that's all. So again, uh, this is the Dog Bureau podcast. Uh, we're super excited to start diving deep in, into conversation um, and reaching out to you guys. Um, so please feel free to drop us a line. Please, please, please leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find podcasts. Um, and uh, can't wait for, for next week. And, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon.